Ready, set, think. Hi, I'm Wes Carroll, and this is the Do the Math Puzzler. Each episode, I'll bring you a puzzle worth thinking about in your car, on your run, or wherever you may be. Episode 10, Welcome Back. Last week's puzzler was called Coin Flip Winner. Here it is. We're going to play a simple coin flip game. We take turns flipping a fair coin. The first one to get heads wins. You go first. What's your chance of winning? Listener Ted Dorsey writes, Okay, using math, I'm getting that the first coin flipper has a two-thirds chance of winning and the second flipper has a one-third chance. But there's got to be a clever way, right? Right you are, Ted. First, let me just point out that there is a math formula for figuring out the sum of an infinitely long sequence of fractions, provided that the fractions are getting smaller in a particular way, which these are. Full points to you for knowing that formula. But as you also correctly infer, we're not trying for an obscure math formula here, so there's got to be some other way. Listener Joe DeVincentis writes in with a demonstration that his answer is right. He says, Your chance of winning is two-thirds. Half the time you win immediately, the other half the time you're put into the other guy's shoes and he has a two-thirds chance of winning, in the half of the cases where you didn't win already. So your total chances of winning are one-half plus one-half times one-third, which is the same as one-half plus one-sixth, which is two-thirds. Maybe a bit much to follow without pencil and paper. Let's see what else other people wrote in. Ted Dorsey wrote back a second time to say, ah, aha, ah, ha, ha, ha. The player flipping first is twice as likely to beat the player flipping second. And indeed, that is true. Let's see why by reading the solution that several listeners, including both Joe and Eliza Cooner, wrote in with. You flip first, and I flip second. Let's say that the probability that you will win at some point, maybe now, maybe later, is P. Well, if you don't win on the first flip then it's just like we started the game all over, except now I go first. Which means that the probability that I win the original game is equal to the probability that you get tails first, i.e. one half, times the same overall probability of winning that you had at the outset, i.e. P. That's the tricky bit right there. In other words, if you flip a tails, then I become the one with the good chance of winning. In other words, my chance of winning is one-half times P. Well, if your chance of winning is P, and mine is one-half P, then you're twice as likely to win as I am. Therefore, your chance of winning is two-thirds, and mine is one-third. The Intuitive Solution of the Week award goes to Carl Wirth. He writes, First, let's reformulate the problem to be about a piece of cake rather than a coin flip. Let's say you eat half the cake, and then I eat half of what's left, and so on. How much of the cake do you end up eating? This is an identical problem, but easier for me to think about, though I can't really say why it should be any different. Side note here, Carl. Changing a problem to a different problem that's easier to think about? That's a genius move in my book. We don't need to know why it feels easier. We only need to know that it's basically the same problem, and that you like this one better. Anyway, Carl continues, it's clear that if we continue our cake eating, then, given infinite time will eventually eat the entire piece. It's also clear that with each step of the process, you eat twice as much cake as I do in that step. That is, you eat half the cake in the first step while I eat one quarter, in other words, 
half of the half that's left. Then you eat an eighth while I eat a sixteenth, and so on. So, to determine the result of the two infinite sums, we're looking for two numbers that add to one where the first number is twice the second. And those numbers are two-thirds and one-third, so that's the answer. Nice work, Carl. The Stab of the Week Award goes to Mary Reardon, who writes in, How about 58.3%? Well, Mary, unless I miss my math, that is the chance of having either me win on the first flip, or having you win sometime on your second flip or later. So it looks to me as though you were running down the right path at full speed, but you stopped close to the answer instead of smack dab on it. Eh, happens to the best of us. There is a lesson here, though. If you're hesitating to submit an answer because it might be wrong, fear not. Fortune favors the bold. Way to be bold, Mary. Keep up the good work. I like this problem because it's so unusual, and because there are so many different ways to think about it. Listener Kevin Ega notes that there are many problems that use this kind of thinking, some even more complicated than this. Foreshadowing for future puzzlers? You decide. Today's puzzler is called Eights Too Many. In the eight-term sequence A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, C represents 5, and the sum of any three consecutive terms is 30. What's A plus H? As with many of the puzzles in this podcast, I would encourage you to try this one without pencil and paper, at least at first. You may find that it's quite doable, and along the way you'll exercise some important mental muscles. However, doing it with pencil and paper or just checking your work later with pencil and paper, is completely fair game as well. We'll look at solutions next time. Tweet your solutions, questions, or comments at thatwesguy, or email me at wes at dtmath.com. Feel free to also share any feedback on the podcast. I'm just doing this for you and me, so I'm interested to hear what you think. Good luck. <laughs>